Hi, and welcome to a very special episode of No Crying in Baseball, the World Series 2020 rant episode. My name's Patty. I'm here with my friend, Potty Mouth. Hi, Potty Mouth. I, I'm so glad that we're like on the same wavelength for shit like this. Because like the, when the I ranty want- wavelength? Yeah, well, just the need to like, even though we've both had very long days of work and we're exhausted from aforementioned game last night that still was pretty late. We we just had to get this. I felt like we had to get this out, especially because yesterday, the, the episode that dropped yesterday was was happy and fun. It was like baseball is fun. That's isn't right. It? it was Brett Phillips quote about how much fun baseball is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we get rolling, I need to know what what is fueling your rant? What adult beverage are you drinking to fuel your rant? I, I feel kind of wimpy with this right now, but um, it's it's a seltzer. It's a hard seltzer. I mean, actually, it's a very fine hard, hard seltzer. I usually, you know, I'm a beer person, and I've been kind of, I think, snobby about the seltzer movement, which I, I should really take back because this Denizen's Pina Colada seltzer is is really impress- impressive, and it's it's local supporting a local business. And we may have, you know, along with the long night last night, we also met our friends at the gazebo and might have had just a few margaritas last night as well. It was which hard I think, to count because the, it was. You know, the glasses were not regular margarita glasses. So all things were approximate. Mm-hmm. Let's just say my day today was fueled by many forms of caffeine. Many, many forms. <laughs> Ditto. So I am drinking a Dino S'mores Stout, a Russian stout gifted to me by my friends, Mr. and Mrs. Potty Mouth. And it's not good. It's not. It's not. Oh, that's so it sad. Is, it's a little. Hold on. Give me a sec. You, you don't don't feel obliged to drink it. You can you can trash it. So and the secret ingredient your... besides Russia, the other secret ingredient is marshmallow. And it's a little weird. And I like weird in some cases. I This may grow on me. Is it I like mean, the sweet baby Jesus thing, which was a little, that, that the, the peanut, peanut butter, butter chocolate mm-hmm. one? Yeah, I think it's just a little bit too, too much. Ah. It's too much of the things that make it not beer. But you know what? I'm probably going to muscle my way through it anyway. All right. Well, then it's dessert. Because I'm a gamer, damn it. So I made a big mistake last night. As soon as the Dodgers won, I turned off the game and I went to sleep. And I, I did missed too. everything. Yeah. Yeah, I totally did too, which was, you know, when my eyes were starting to crack open at six o'clock in the morning, they opened really wide as soon as I saw a lot of the updates. But last night, I I still didn't sleep well. I was exhausted because of aforementioned margaritas and the long game. So I totally turned it off right away too. But that was like, I don't know, what time was that? Midnight? After midnight, right? Uh, yeah. After midnight. Time. It was way too late for somebody who gets up at six in the morning. And then in between those hours, I didn't sleep well. And I swear to God, it's because I was stressed out about Blake Snell. And this is before, you know, learning about all the COVID stuff that we're about to talk about. But I was I was really upset for the kid. And of course, Mr. Potty Mouth trying to calm me down is like, how many million dollars is he making for this? He's going to be okay. But no, I just, I really felt for him. And I've been concerned about his health as well in the past two games because his eyes just looked so rough, kind of like mine right now. Like, but, but they were worse. I can attest I think. to that. Potty Mouth's eyes do look like Blake Snell's eyes right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not, not a compliment. You're not going to sing? N- no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> about how you've got Blakey Snelly eyes? Yeah. Yeah. Turn, turn around Snell eyes? 
that one? Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yes, we, we are products of the 80s. In game two, he looked like shit, don't you think? Like, he, they were purple baggy eyes in game two. I believe he's been in some high-stress situations. Yeah, yeah. And he could really show it, but... I still feel like so. Should I should I start this now? I still feel oh, I like you do it. Yeah, okay. I I still feel like he shouldn't have been pulled in either game because this is the World Series, and because he was dealing. And so this is actually I, I should give give the intro line. This is something that I pieced together from various sources. So what we're going to go into after Snell is the COVID thing, and and I just wanted to say it. I put it out there on Twitter that. We predicted, along with other people, that COVID would end the season. Of course, we didn't predict it would be this way, but we should have known it was coming when Kevin Cash lost his sense with Snell. Fuck, I can't even deliver a punchline. There goes my stand-up career. (laughs) It's still funny. It's so funny. I like when you make with the puns. I was trying so hard, and the pun belongs to somebody else, but I like made that sentence all fit together and stuff, so... I'm just fucking exhausted. I'm, I was worried about Snell. And I think I tweeted early on, or maybe it was a text to you, that I wanted to give him a bowl of soup and a bubble bath. Like, yep. I just felt like, oh, my God, this poor kid just looks so stressed out. But he was doing well. So I, in game um, two, when he was pulled, it made a little bit of more sense. But I was still like, give him a break. Because at that point, it was the bottom of the fifth. And there were two outs, and he gave up the first two runs of the game. It was like his second hit, he gave up a walk, and then he gave up a home run. So it was two runs. But he had only given up two hits. There was only one out to go. Tampa was up five to two, so there was some cushioning. He did walk Mookie Betts. And here's the key with Kevin Cash and the whole analytics thing and everything comes down to the numbers, is it was starting the third time through the batting order. Mm -hmm. So when he walked Mookie Betts, I think that was like pushing Kevin Cash's comfort zone. He was like, okay, I'll give him one batter in the third time through the order. Didn't work out. We're going to pull him. And if you could, you know, lip read uh, Snell coming off, there was a big like fuck that or something like that. Was he, He basically he definitely said fuck both times. So both the the game two pull and the last night pull. And at that moment with his big like purpley baggy eyes and him being frustrated. And and there was still like, I think I would have given him one more batter, you know? I mean, yes, it's the top of the order. So we're talking Seager and Turner and, but he had, they had not hit on him. So that's the other key. And so we're, I'm still way back in game two. When, when he got pulled, yes, he had given up two runs. Yes. He was facing the top of the lineup for the third time, but none of them had gotten a hit against him. And matter of fact, he had struck them out six times on game two. So it's kind of like, eh, I don't know. I mean, they brought in Anderson. He got the last out. The next inning, he gave up a run. Maybe Snell could have just finished off that inning. So I just felt bad from him from that time. So then last night, you know, same thing. Actually, not even close to that happens. Not even fucking close. So here's the here's the reason why everybody's pissed about last night is last night he had only given up two hits. So it's the top of the sixth. He had uh, just one out and he gave up his second hit of the game and he gets pulled. And that's when you see him get really pissed. And that's when everybody on Twitter was questioning that decision. So I think Cal 
uh, Craig Calcaterra, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, his cup of coffee newsletter, he pointed out that we weren't second guessing Cash. We were first guessing him because we said he was wrong when he did it, not just when the runs got given up, but when he actually pulled Blake Snell at that time. And yeah, the next three would have been Betts and Seeger and Turner. But again, they had not gotten a hit off of him between two games. And for last night, he struck them out in order in the first. And then he struck a couple of them out. I mean, he had nine strikeouts overall. So he got them out again for their second time around. So I just feel like, damn it. Damn it, the poor kid. And of course, everybody knows what happens. You know, he gets pulled. They were only up one to nothing. And here's the other thing that people argue about, though. So they're up one to nothing. He gets pulled. They give up runs. La da da. Rays are behind. Game two, the Rays pulled it off because of bats, because of your guy, Lau. Um, last night, can you win a World Series game with just one run? Could I? That's the question. Like, wouldn't they have lost it anyway? So should I be this pissed? Maybe. I think you're welcome to be that pissed. I also want to say a couple things to be devil's advocate. I agree. I'm pissed. He was on a roll. I think that we could have let him go until he showed that he was no longer up to it. Mm -hmm. Although in the other game you talked about, he was already showing that he had walked somebody, he gave up a run. So yeah, that the most recent evidence at that point in the game points towards pulling him. Right. Because that's exactly when he started making mistakes last time. And if Cash had put in somebody else as the relief pitcher and it worked, would we be complaining? We would be complaining a little right. bit, right. but we would have forgiven him. Right. The, it's the, I mean, the relief pitcher couldn't get out of it. So, yeah. you know, that was that was the thing. So, But, you're, I mean, I'm totally with you on the bats. I mean, the bats didn't get up there because the Dodgers were were winning with their pitching and the Rays' bats were not kicking in. I so, think there's psychology involved, too, with – it's a World Series game. And and even those Snell, and especially the first one, I think you're right that the first game, the second game is is more um, debatable that maybe it was a okay idea to pull him because he had given up two walks actually in that run. Um, but he still had that mentality. He had the fire. There's, I think there's something not quanti- quantifiable. 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 <laughs> no, no quantitative data. He, he was in the zone and you're bringing in a relief pitcher who already just isn't as solid and you're in the World Series, which is going to make them even more nervous. And I think the um, the psychological effect on the Dodgers mm-hmm. was huge. I think it energized the Dodgers. Like, okay, we got Snell out. We couldn't hit off him. We got him out. Now we can do our thing. Absolutely. And they did. So I think, yeah, that visual, that that the message that it was sending, the way they, t- they chose to read that message absolutely worked for the Dodgers. Yeah. Absolutely. It, Kevin Cash said that he regrets the outcome, but not the decision. So he stands by his decision. Uh, the, the quotes that I saw from Snell were very careful because he was expressing his frustration and his disagreement with being pulled. But he said that he respects Cash. And he w- and and that's the thing, too, that I was wondering. Like the other uh, tweet that was going around a lot were – uh, Max Scherzer's reaction when something like this would happen oh, yeah. to him, which yeah, yeah. would just be no. And either Davey or Dusty, because it happened right. to both it, of them, well, would turn yeah. around and go back because Max just said no. Nope, I've got this. 
So it could be the part of the reason Snell is upset is that, you know, he wasn't doing at that point or, you know, didn't feel like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to read anything into Snell. That's absolutely true. I'm not going to do it. What's his contract like? Is he available? Because I think the Nats would be a good home. He is locked in until 23. I did look at that. So that's the other thing. I think he has to play nice because he's locked in. He got a good five-year contract and it, it, relieved him from dealing with arbitration. It like covered that time. So he got locked in early to his advantage. And I think he needs to play nice with that because it's not a huge long contract. He's out in 23, but he's got to be good for a few more years. Okay. Um, Can I, can I rant? I want to rant. Oh yeah, please, please. And I like yours too. (laughs) I'm going to do a public health rant. Here I go. Okay. So a while back, people were saying, is it really going to be a World Series win? Is it going to have an asterisk because the season was so bad? And we kind of came to the the like the, the, the David Ross conclusion, which is if they're passing out trophies, I want one. Yeah. I mean, it, it may not compare to another World Series, but it's definitely the championship of this year. So it doesn't need an asterisk. Well, now it does because it got screwed up after we both went to sleep, apparently. Mm-hmm. And we said on the show that it wasn't really a bubble. We said it wasn't, and it's not a bubble because somehow Justin frickin' Turner turned up the positive coronavirus test in the middle of a World Series game. So, okay, potty mouth's going to explode, but I'm going to keep going. You can explode all over me if you want. It's okay. It's fine, because here I go. I want to officially say he's not my boyfriend anymore. He wasn't this year, but, like, I chose him last year, and he's one of those X, like, X'd off X. Okay, Next go off, ahead. For sure. Shot so in the regular season, the coronavirus testing for players was happening about every other day. It was happening a couple times a week. For the playoffs, they changed it to every single day, which makes sense. And as you know, in the regular season, some people came hit positive tests. They found out like during a game or right after a game and got pulled then like um, Nick Senzel of the Reds, you know, got sort of as they were leaving the field was like ushered off the other way. That made more sense because the games were rolling. They were all the time. So they were just regular. But for the playoffs, as far fewer tests, you think you could time them better. And one of the things I heard was that it seemed like these test results were late coming in. Depending on where you read, it's like, oh, it always came in the evening, but it sounded like it usually came right before the game started. This time, it didn't. Okay, so why would you start a game? Why would you start the game before you had the test results if the test results are supposed to be there before the game starts? Bingo. Bingo. Like question number one. Yes. Right. So they were late. So they played anyway. In the Mm. second inning, there's a call from the lab to Major League Baseball saying, hey, Justin Turner's test is either inconclusive or positive, depending on who you're asking. Yep. Right. Depending on who you're asking. So. They leave him in. Apparently, that's consistent with how with how MLB was behaving during the regular season. Inconclusive tests were still inconclusive, and it wasn't until it was positive that anything was done. So, Which is a shit policy, honestly. Like I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that in the season. If I would have been a lot more vocal and pissed off about that, if I had known it. Right. So this was the Monday test they found out in the second inning of the Tuesday game. So they said, "Uh oh, better hurry up with today's test then." So they expedited the Tuesday test and apparently found out in the sixth inning that that Justin Turner's test came up positive. He didn't get pulled until after the seventh. Right. So, you know, it's in a game of telephone. It's like the lab calls MLB. They track down the commissioner who tracks down the owner, you know, the the general manager who tracks down Dave Roberts. And does it take that long? I don't know. So they pull him off. 
they throw him in a doctor's office at the at the ballpark and he's isolated. Apparently his wife joined him there. And so you like watch the end of the game there. And then when the game was over and the celebration started, he said, fuck this, I'm going out there. And security tried to stop him, tried to stop him. Oh and my God. The MLB's official statement said he refused to comply. And Apparently, also, when he was on the field, security tried to get him off, but they didn't want to touch him. You don't want to have like an on-camera altercation. You also don't want to get that close to somebody who just tested positive for the coronavirus. So, you know, they should have tried harder when he was still in the office, but they didn't. So he said, just going to go out there with the mask on for a photo. Well, he was out there for 20 minutes, ripped the mask off. He's kissing people. He's hugging everybody. And his teammates are like, oh, he deserves to be out there. Well, yeah, he deserves to be out there, but doesn't mean he should be out there. Right. And they were saying, like, even um, the, the the GM of the Dodgers was like, well, but, you know, all those people were all in the bubble with him. So it's like, yeah, you know what? That's not all things aren't equal there. There were people's families who were in the bubble, but they weren't necessarily spending time with Justin Turner. Apparently, Dave Roberts is a cancer survivor. Kenley Jansen, who had COVID over the summer, has a heart condition. And according to one story I read, at least one player's wife was pregnant. He is hogging everybody. He was sitting next to Dave Roberts in the picture. And so the little video clip, you know, he he sits down with his mask on. He kind of pulls it down under his chin. And then he just takes it all the way off. He's just like, fuck it. And he's sitting next to Dave Roberts. Who also took his mask off. Yeah, yeah, both of them maskless, which is crazy because, you know, they knew. So why would you do that? Why would you, like, uh, not only approve of that behavior, but participate in it if you're at risk like that? And like you're saying, like, maybe he and Dave Roberts were in the bubble together, but were they sitting next to each other for however long it takes for that picture to be taken? That's right. Like being in the same hotel for three weeks is not the same as mm-hmm. hugging somebody or standing next to them for several minutes or sitting next to them with no masks on. MLB said they're going to they're investigating the matter with the players union and in quotes within the parameters of their, their, their joint jointly agreed upon 2020 operations manual. No one is happy that he did this except for. Mookie and Cody and Corey and the gang who's like, oh, we want him with us. Like, well, great. I get that. But come on. Um, The Dodgers were actually famous for being one of the nine teams who never had a positive test for um, for a player. And they actually added their own protocols. They did extra things that the whole team agreed upon. And Justin Turner was one of the people who sort of, you know, promoted that and like told the rest of the world that that was going on. But I guess at one at some point it doesn't apply to him anymore because well, the season's over and I got to be out there and screw it. I don't care about you people who are cleaning the stadium or, you know, the third coach down the line or the small child of my teammate because it's the, you know, it's the damn World Series and I'm going to hold that trophy and I'm going to smile without that mask on right next to you. Interestingly, only one thing I read mentioned that the roof was closed three times for three of the games. And none of them mentioned the possibility that somehow fans being there may have contributed to this. I mean, fans were seated at least oh, 20 feet away from players. Wow. But who knows? Who knows what kind of, you know, bouncing around things could have happened. And the roof closed three times with 12,000 people in the ballpark, right? That's not getting a lot of play. I think, you know, we'll, we'll find out. that They will do contact tracing. They will... 
you know, try to figure out what happened here. But I'm just horrified. I'm yep. just horrified. I mean, is it a it's a super spreader event at a freaking World Series celebration? And that's not okay. I think as of now, at least the Dodgers were on their way home. I don't know if the Rays had left yet, but they both spent most of the day at their hotels in Dallas getting retested and figuring out now what do we do? Right. So shouldn't they all be quarantined until their test results come back at this point? One would think so. Although perhaps they were doing rapid testing. I don't know. I don't wow. know. But yeah. Are they done? Are they done now? Does it not matter anymore? It's like, okay, you're no longer playing. The season's over. We don't care who you breathe on. I don't know. Are we going to find out who tests positive because of as a result of this? Oh, that's a good question because now it's no longer. Well, even even when it was during the season, we could Mm -hmm. only find out if the the player or the coach offered that information out. You know, they weren't going to out anybody's status. Right. And now we won't have the convenient hint that they're not playing. <laughs> like, right. that's how we right. figured it out. You figured it out for Nick Senzel that way. Right. That's right. Yeah. So, like, it's not like they're on the injured list without an identified injury or mm-hmm. something. They're just, you know, we'll find out or we won't find out. But, um, hey, did that sound like a rant? I felt ranty. Yeah. Do you feel better? A little bit. I was just so upset about the whole thing. I really, I mean, hopefully I'll sleep okay tonight, but I was really upset at the combination of, you know, fuck this, you know, I picked this boyfriend. He's done really good things. He has a foundation and, but the whole team, like the whole team. So, I mean, I think Turner definitely should be paying some sort of consequence if it, I don't understand this. Like I wasn't following the security guard deal. Like, how do you do that? That seems really kind of somebody trying to make up some shit. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he felt like he deserved to be out there. And like, again, deserved, sure. Doesn't make it okay. Does not make it okay. And honest to God, even if if they were all wearing masks and it was just the photo op, you know, I'd still feel itchy about it, but maybe that would be okay. But the whole hanging out there for 20 minutes, hugging everybody and kissing everybody. Yeah, absolutely. So actually the one thing I was wondering, should they have shut the game down when they pulled him? What's the protocol? Like if someone tests positive and you're during a game, is the game supposed to end at that point? So I, let's see. MLB protocol, I have the quote here, says after a club receives notice of a positive test result for a player or staff member, the club notifies the infected individual, requires him or her to isolate, meaning no contact with anyone other than medical professionals until they are cleared to return to club facilities. It doesn't really say about the game. Like what happens if that happens, if that's discovered during a game? Right. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. But so the big question is what if the, the Rays had pulled it out? What would have happened with game seven? Would that have been postponed? Yeah. For I don't know. Would that have been postponed for everyone to have two tests? And whoever was still negative could go, you know, play the game. No one is saying because no one knows. And I'm so sad. And so, yes, this is like a little bit of the it's it sucks to end the baseball season always, but it sucks to end it with such a bad taste. And that's what we're all talking about. We're talking about this. I mean, it's like 80 percent this and 20 percent pulling snow. And there's yeah. like, you know, poor Corey Seager, one MVP and no one's talking, you know, let's, let's make a promise to talk about Corey Seager a little bit when we record our regular show this week, sure. because he's deserved it. He absolutely deserved it. But we're on our rant. And Mookie Betts, we were right that he is the only, I, I didn't realize this. We, I thought that he would be the only player who won a taco for the World Series for two different teams. But he's also, I guess, in the eight years that Taco Bell has been giving out tacos, he's the only uh, double taco earner 
like guy who won tacos for the nation because of his steals. So that's admirable. That's admirable. That's actually kind of good news. Only you're telling me today it was taco day and I totally forgot about it. So I didn't get my taco. Oh, shoot. Well, it's only 8.30. You want to do a quick <laughs> Taco Bell? Run? I've been drinking marshmallow beer. I don't think I should leave <laughs> the room. Oh, my God. Marshmallow beer and a Doritos taco. That just sounds that like does a not really, sound good. that sounds like a it bad It does not sound good. Do you, have, do you have more good news? Can we end on a, a nice note? Yeah, let's end on a super nice note. I was really impressed to see that MLB is, is officially sponsoring a fundraiser for More Than Baseball. Please support More Than Baseball. It's a fantastic nonprofit organization uh, built to support minor leaguers. And I found out about them because they're also connected with the Adopt-A-Baseball Player program. Adopt-A-Minor um, League Ball Player. Yeah, that's yes, it. That you, don't want to, you don't need to adopt the guys who no. are making millions of dollars. Adopt a minor leaguer. Um, so more than baseball has this fundraiser with MLB and there are a lot of cool cleats, game worn, funky cleats that are up for auction. And the ones that I saw that I thought you might be uh, interested in are the Brett Phillips cleats. Now, most of the ones that are up there were worn during a game. His were worn during the entire ALDS beating the Yankees. So I think they're Yankee killer cleats. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yankee killer cleats. Right now they're at 400 bucks. I don't know how much more they're going to go. So yay, MLB, for supporting All I've got is half baseball. of a beer. I don't know if I can bid half a beer. <laughs> and it's marshmallow beer, so I don't think it's even – never mind. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. So that so that's a good thing, though, you know, supporting more than baseball. The only, like, catch that kind of makes me go, maybe this isn't the happiest ending, is they should be fucking playing the minor leaguers to begin with so that they don't have to do fundraisers to support them because they should be making a living wage. Well, I'm sure now that they've cut several minor league teams, they'll be able to, to afford to pay them a living wage. <laughs> uh, okay, I have I have a, a a happy ending part too. Like if it, like a real happy ending is that there's still more baseball. So, folks, this weekend starts the Taiwan series. Please watch Root on the Lions, and we're talking with Clive about setting another bet. So oh my goodness. Let me know if you have any suggestions, but we have to do another bet with Clive. I asked him, he he said that our, our monkey balls are on the way. And so I said, should we do a bet for the Taiwan series? And he basically said, ha ha, I was thinking of it, but you're going to lose. Like, the, like the, you really think the Lions are going to pull it off? And I said, am I sure? Of course not. Am I willing to bet on it? Fuck yeah, I am. So I'll bet something. <laughs> it sounds like you've been drinking. Boy, that pina colada yeah. seltzer packs a punch. Hey, everybody, yep. watch some uh, some Taiwan Taiwan series baseball because you know clearly this world uh, championship didn't quite do it for us anyway. Uh, and you know we'll be back for our regularly scheduled show that drops next Tuesday. We'll talk about the World Series a little bit more, and we'll start looking at. The hot stove, my friends, the hot stove. Ooh. Please hang out with us on social media. Yeah, check us out on Twitter, uh, NCIB Podcast. Yeah, that's it. Or Facebook and Instagram at No Crying in B Ball. Until next time, please wear your masks, wash your hands, stay away from Justin Turner, and say good night, <laughs> Potty Mouth. Good, great one. Good night, Potty Mouth. You've got Blakey's snowy eyes. <laughs>